When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sometimes I, I I think uh coaches and players get so into the the coach speak of it all and they say something so often that they think there's a meaning, right? Better offensive execution is a good one. Cuz that could mean literally anything. Better offensive execution could mean scoring a bunch more points. You hope it you hope it leads to scoring a bunch more points. It could mean uh making better decisions. It could mean uh, having better field awareness. It could mean so many things. And by the way, even some of those things I just said were kind of vague and like, tell me what you want to improve on. Slightly. Like having better field awareness? Time, what are we talking, down in distance? Are we talking, uh, you know, what the defense is doing? We, we, there's, there's, everything could be more specific. So what I'm going to try to do here on the drive, is say the Panthers, we, we heard it from both Frank Reich, we heard it from Bryce Young, we heard it from just about everybody. Uh, they want better offensive execution in week two of the preseason. I don't believe that just means putting up more points. I actually think there's a very specific thing they're hoping for, and you're darn right it has to do with that offensive line. I actually think better offensive execution has a lot to do with the guy from uh, from Wake Forest, if he plays, for the Giants this weekend. Dexter Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Wake Forest High School, Wake Forest, North Carolina, not the school. True. The town. <laughs> By the way, I, I just moved to the area. I actually, we, we moved to Wake Forest, not not the school. We moved to Wake Forest. There are quite a few people, like I have friends and family all across the country, that get very confused by that. Yes. I'm like, well, it used to be there. It was a long time ago. It's... it's uh, Pretty soon you're talking about Arnold Palmer, and it, you just spiral out of it. The explanation takes on a, yeah. an entire mind of its own. Uh, but but that's neither here nor there. I hope the Giants do play Dexter Lawrence, though. I hope the Giants play Dexter Lawrence. I hope they play Leonard Williams. I hope they play Sean Robinson, Kayvon Thibodeau. I hope they play their entire vaunted defensive line, which is among amongst the best in the NFL. Because, uh, first of all, that's the only way the Panthers are going to know if they've They've gotten better week over week, right? If the if if you're just beating up on end of the bench guys, that doesn't tell me you got better or you know what you're doing any better. You might just be able to physically overpower them. I I want to get a fastball look from a defense, and I want the Panthers to be able to see what else is broken in their offense, right? I want a, a diagnostic, right? Yeah, that's what I want. I want I, I want. Like when you go to take your car into the shop and they say, well, run a diagnostic and we'll give you a call. That, I, I want the diagnostic. I don't know if everybody watched Hard Knocks. I've, I've, I've had it on the background a few times, watched it a few times. Don't know if I've caught everything. But uh, Quinn and Williams on the Jets during the, the week of joint practices or the joint practice with the Panthers was going around telling anybody that would listen that he got 10 sacks that practice. Telling, I mean. Or he could have. Who he was saying like I I yes I guess because the quarterbacks were untouched he but he was saying oh, 10, 15, 12, 10, 12 sacks he told Rogers he told coaches he they was mic'd up he told everybody 
Quinton Williams is a pretty good interior defense lineman. Guard is quickly becoming one of the concerns until Corbett gets back at least for the, the Panthers. Quinton Williams, interior defense line, Dexter Lawrence, right? Leonard Williams, who... Okay, you're going to have a concern tested. Mm-hmm. I just want to see the offense, meaning the Panther offense, their better offensive execution. I don't want their game wrecked by the defensive line. That's goal. That's 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 priority numero uno. And I say it for this. Um, <laughs> and I thought of this analogy earlier. Stick with me on it, right? And all, an NFL offense is kind of like a Rube Goldberg machine. Okay. Everybody know what a Rube Goldberg I had to make one in middle school for, like, physics class. Like right? the game Mousetrap. Like, yeah, exactly. It's the thing where right, you, you knock over the dominoes, the dominoes fall, one falls off the table, and it pulls a string, and the string makes the bowling ball roll down a ramp, which goes onto a seesaw, and it flips, and the water splashes, and when the water splashes, it lands in a gutter, and, and then at the end, like – you know, I don't know, a match lights or something, and it's like, ooh, cool. Uh, that's the Rube Goldberg. And and when a defensive line is wrecking the game, the way that the Jets' defensive line was wrecking the game against the Panthers in preseason game one, it's as if you build this whole big, long Rube Goldberg thing, right? This big, long uh, contraption where a bunch of little things trigger other little things, and it's a cool thing to watch. It's as if you start the dominoes and, like, the third domino – doesn't knock over the fourth, right? The distance was too much, and it's just all right, and and it's over. And you don't know if the the seventh thing would have worked. You don't know if the the bowling ball would have rolling down the ramp at the right speed. You don't know if the glass of water would have tipped over. You don't know if anything else is broken or working because you never got past the domino. So think of think of the Carolina Panthers' offense in that way about preseason game one. Were the wide receivers getting open? Well, some of the routes probably didn't even have time to get open because Bryce Young had to make the decision to get rid of the ball very early, earlier than he would have liked because the defensive line was getting beat. Or sorry, the defensive line was beating the offensive line. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, was was Bryce Young finding the right deep balls, right? Because he had four completions for 21 yards. That's not very good, uh, right, depth of target. Well, we don't know because he, he had to accelerate everything. Was the running game working? Well, we don't know because they were able to stop the pass game with four, so the linebackers were like, you just don't know. You have no idea if the rest would have won, right, or worked. Just like you don't know if the rest of the Rube Goldberg would have worked if you never get by the dominoes that started. So looking at what is better offensive execution, if we find out that some of the, the wide receivers aren't getting separation on downfield routes, that's kind of a win. Right, because okay, now you know what you have to fix. Just like after game one, the only thing you knew you really had to fix was well, that offensive line better figure stuff out. Mm-hmm. So if you find okay, the the backup running backs, right? Because I will I won't expect to see Miles Sanders really in any preseason game. Uh, Chuba Hubbard is he uh, seeing the right hole and pressing the pressing the uh, the defense into the right spot, setting up his blocks, or is he bouncing everything? Well, there needs to be a hole opened up for us to know whether he is uh, attacking the right part of the line on his on his path towards the line of scrimmage, right? Like, let's find out. And, and if it finds out, like, oh, Chuba Hubbard's bouncing everything this year. He needs to work on that. Okay, we figured it out. Couldn't have done that last week. So 
my 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 major point here is I want the Giants to throw the fastball. I want the good defensive line out there. I don't want them resting starters. And, and I want to find out what other than offensive line the Patriots need to work on. That, to me, is better off offensive execution. And like you said, you can't get to step 10 mm -hmm. if the Panthers can't get step one down or step two. Yes. And it's – it's the, <laughs> no, like, None of the other steps matter. Speaking – we kind of started this whole thing making fun of coach speak, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Every cliche does come with at least a grain of truth, and and part of that is right. It all starts up front. Yeah, right? the 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 trenches. It all starts in the trenches. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why that is a cliche, and it's because nothing else works if the guys up front aren't getting their job done. Better offensive execution means you find out what uh, is not executing well, other than the offensive line. Because right now we don't know. We just we we don't. I like what I saw from Bryce Young, but I'd like to get the opportunity to see more different situations for Bryce Young. Thank you for listening to the Best of the Drive podcast. I'm Tim Donnelly here with Coach Pete of Capital Financial Advisory Group. Coach, is it still true that a million is enough to retire on? Tim, maybe and maybe not. The most important thing is to get a real plan that gives you income you never outlive. We'll give that away to the next 10 people. Call right now. The number to call, 800-691-3215. Text TIM to 600-700 if you're interested in texting. Once again, that phone number is 800-691-3215 or text TIM to 600-700 for that deal. I am always trying to be a solutions guy rather than a problems guy. I can, I can acknowledge problems. I understand they exist. But uh, I don't just want to sit here and talk about problems. I want to try to throw out solutions and see if any of them are going to work. This is something I actually I appreciate because we often see online or people complaining about problems mm -hmm. but never actually offering a solution. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. I, I see a lot of, this is why Florida State wants to leave the ACC. And okay. I'm going, well, how do we make them stay? Yeah. Right? Answer, how do, we, how do we make them want to be a part of the ACC? And then we can start talking. Otherwise, we're just yelling at the wind. So how can we make sure? Like right now, like let's be let's be real, let's be honest. Okay. The Big Ten and the SEC are at a certain level, and there's some gap below them, and then the ACC is there, right? They're 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 not in true uh, equal footing as the SEC and the Big Ten. That's that's why there's rumors of Florida State and and others wanting to to leave. How about this for an outside the box? possible idea for the ACC I I think you know I said this before the break and I actually I'm, I'm sticking with it I think this could help them catch the Big Ten or SEC uh, until the Big Ten or SEC copies what I'm about to describe you right now they're at 14 teams I think you have to expand to 20 to make this work so you bring in Stanford Cal SMU UConn you find what you need to right Memphis Get up to 20. I think that that's five. One more. I don't know. Dealer's choice. You pick. West Virginia. West Virginia. Love, I would love it to be West Virginia. So now you're at 20 teams. What if you, right, because one of the very trendy ideas, like the pipe dream that everybody talks about is relegation and promotion, mm -hmm. right? And it's always, if I could blow up the college football landscape entirely and reset the way it, it all works, what I would do is I would set up the uh, Power Five and the Group of Five to have promotion and relegation, right? The best team from the Sun Belt, the worst team from the ACC, flip, right? And it, and it it happens like that and every single year, right? And, and I don't know, the MAC and the Big Ten, and, and it goes on and on and on. 
And everybody goes, oh, that'd be awesome, but it's never going to happen, right? That's always how it goes. That'd be great, but it's never going to happen. So what about this, right? I just I just explained all of the ways the ACC might benefit from a 10-team conference. What if they go to 20, they expand to 20, and they operate as ACC 1, ACC 2, and they have promotion and relegation within oh. the Atlantic Coast Conference. Ooh. Just within the Atlantic Coast Conference, right? So, so let's say, right, because the, the big problem is Florida State wants to have their media money be a bigger slice of the pie than the others, right? So how about this? If you're in ACC 1, you get 1.5 share. If you're in ACC 2, you get 0.5 share of the media money. And every year, the bottom two in ACC 1 and the top two in ACC 2 flip. And and that way you're still like even if you're in ACC two you're still getting more money than you would in a group of five, right? You're yeah. you're you're still doing all those sorts of things and then you're still getting the benefit of, but the ACC one is a bit more aggressive. And that way, if you're a media company, guess what? You not only have the top of the ACC fighting for a conference championship, right? You don't only have the 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 teams that are are cycling through the top of their uh, uh, like kind of possible output this year. It's going to be right. Clemson, Florida state, their top 10 teams uh, in the country, uh, Carolina Dukes and state are also receiving votes. A couple others are mixed in. That's going to be a fierce fight to be the ACC champion. There's also a fierce fight between the bottom of the ACC one to not be relegated. Right. And then there's another fierce fight at the top of ACC two to get a chance to move up to the, the upper tier league. Yeah. Right? That's three conference fierce, like brutal, claws out, end of season races in one conference. So now you have you have the conference championship game. You have what essentially could, could be the uh, relegation games, right? With those games at the end of the year that decide who goes down. And then you have the ACC two championships to, to see who gets promoted. That's way more exciting than anything going on outside of the competition to be a conference champion, right? That that makes so many more games, so much more high stakes. You're in the 20 team, so you're up there competing with the Big Ten and the, the SEC as far as total number of games. But guess what? Hmm. You have the, the, the f- five games a week that are the ACC one games that are all premier. And and the volume and quantity, right? The CW doesn't get messed over in this situation. Comes from the ACC too. And and the way you divide it up, it's simple. Take the last three years of records. Whoever has the highest winning percentage, top ten, your ACC one. Bottom ten, your ACC two. If you want to, if you want to change your status, go ahead and win. Right. It's it's egalitarian. It's it's objective. It's non-biased, and you and you let it rock. Now again, I think that that makes you as attractive from an entertainment standpoint as anything else out there. Yeah, it's definitely different. That's for sure. It's what everybody wants college football to do as a whole, but it's so much more difficult to get a hundred and however many FPS teams uh, in agreement than getting the fourteen teams you have now in agreement, and. Then you just got to bring on six teams and and before they even sign up, say, listen, this is what we're doing. And and by the way, the six new teams are all starting in ACC two. 
right? That's that's part of the part of the deal. You're not going to show up and take one of our premier spots unless it's Notre Dame. Then you go to the <laughs> like unless you're Notre Dame. Then, in then which you go that to, case, then you go to the head of the class. Then, exactly, you go directly to the front of the and, class, and probably some contractual agreement that you'll stay in ACC one at least like five years because Notre Dame's going to bully it like that. But that's fine. I do yeah, that. That's okay because you have Notre Dame. Uh, I actually really like this. I'm sure like the the money split might be the biggest contention. Maybe it's like. You know, seventy five and you know one twenty five. Here, here's yeah, I suppose one point five and, and point five. Here's the thing, though. If but they, I like the if I, they I, complain, the concept's different. If yeah. they complain about the money, you look at them and go, "Oh, so you're not confident in yourself?" Yeah. Oh, so you know you're not going to be able to compete, right? Oh, so you're going to be down. You you're expecting to be an ACC two for a long time. Yeah. And if your answer is yes, oh, we got bigger problems, right? Mm. Like if I tell if I tell uh, some of the the like for example, we'll use Wake Forest, right? Wake Forest. They don't have the, the the revenue of some of the top-tier ACC schools. There's no doubt in my mind Dave Clawson would be very confident. He's like, oh, I'm going to get an ACC one. And then, oh, yeah. And then once I'm getting the 1.5 share, you better watch the heck out, right? Mm-hmm. Because I'm doing what I'm doing right now with the money we're getting. You give me more money, uh, I know I know how to spend it. So it's, it's appealing to, I think, everybody. Now, if you get buried in ACC two for a very long time, uh, maybe you won't be as optimistic, but – where are you going to run to? You're going to run to a group of five team? Because you, you won't be getting even the money you're getting in, in ACC2 for, from a group of five hmm. unless those payments go way up. So it, it's it's promotion and relegation within your conference. right? And by the way, you win six games in, a, in the, the lower tier, you're still going to a bowl game. Right? You're, you're, there's, you're, you're still a, an FBS school. You're still a power five conference. You're just... ACC too, and we can come up with a better name right now. ACC A B, we can call it know, ACC Top, ACC Lower, something like that. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Premier Champions. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we can uh, call one of them the the League A or or something something along those lines. Le- league One, League Two. Um, it, it's it's no bad ideas is the theme of the last half hour on this show. And I think this is something that the ACC needs to explore. It, it just being creative and going outside the box. Yes, that's, like you, you yes. have to be willing to do that if you're the ACC because you, you can't just expect that all of a sudden that that Disney's just gonna hey you know what here's we're gonna back the Brinks truck up to every school here for you because uh, we're nice like that and no they're not gonna do that. Uh, but if you approach it, them and say we have a significantly better product, exactly like hey you know what. We're going to give you more compelling games because now, okay, there's teams that are fighting to stay out of that 9-10 spot, like you mentioned. Hey, this is a battle to stay eighth. <laughs> you know, like, but that's a legit thing. Like, this is going to be a, a must-watch game because this team doesn't want this program doesn't want to get relegated. Um, that that's I'm I'm intrigued by that idea. I and again, it, it is I an like awesome it. idea that might save the ACC right up until the Big Ten does it also. And and then and then it's like, no, we're back to ease square one, right? Because then they just have a more attractive maybe, group of teams. Maybe that is the future. With Yeah, and then and then it's almost it's, – it'll slowly become all of college football rather than all at once, which I don't think is possible. At WakeMed MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year. Primary care and urgent care under one roof. Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. 
Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org.